Oh, this is official, man. Y'all set up. What's up, boy? There he is. What up, man? What up, man? This is your man. This is your man. This is your man. What up, man? I'm happy to be here. This is me right here. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Oh, we got. Woo, you know I want something. Is this okay? Or is this Run it. Rip, rip, rip that shit. Okay, you know, it's going to be warm, though. Like, that's all right. Yeah, what's that? It's just a product placement, then, isn't it? That's how we drink them. Yeah. No, we drink them all the time. Yeah, we drink them all the time. Hey, what they say, man? The only thing uh, only thing worse than a warm or warm beer is a no beer, right? So, <laughs> or I guess a seltzer, a happy day. Only thing worse than a warm, happy, hard day seltzer is a no Happy day, ourselves. <laughs> happy day. Happy day. Happy day. Oh, happy hey, man. Dad. So, first off, I just gonna get this out the way, and maybe it makes the show, maybe it doesn't. I'm a huge fan. Like, this is legitimately how this all started. I started sending your, like, IG clips to our group chat. I was like, dog, y'all gotta check this dude out, oh, man. He can sing, like, ooh, ooh. And that's when I, so I DM'd you. I emailed your people. Like I was, I was, I was all the way on it. I'm a legitimate harasser. You know what I mean? So Dude, I just want to tell you, man, man. Like just from a from a fan perspective, like I actually don't care how good the show is. <laughs> like, I just wanted you to come. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. I don't need it. RC loves you. <laughs> we done, we done checked you out, bro. I, I, and, and, and you're talented, but RC loves you. Listen, I gotta one up him. And this is just the fuck with him, right? But it's the truth. I probably found you a year before that. Hey, yeah, we're the real one right here, man. <laughs> but you didn't bring it to the people, though. It doesn't matter. I, I know. It doesn't, it doesn't I mean, matter if you found him. Nah, that's true. You didn't bring it to the people. You guys raised but, me. You know, so but I, I could definitely say all three of you guys have raised me as I was a child. So I mean, I, I could definitely. If that's we're giving love. flowers here, it's really I'm the fan. That's anybody, my job. You know what I mean? That, that's my job. We got to get you flowers, man. <laughs> We were at a shack party, I know before we get to rolling, and um, they was playing Journey, Don't Stop Believing, which I just saw you, you know, do the rendition, right? It's crazy how that happened too, man. Uh, it was, we were, we were in a green room in like, I think like Antwerp on our tour a couple months ago, and my pianist was just kind of playing it, and I was like, yo, I just started singing. Obviously, everybody knows the song, and. No, no, everybody does not know the song. That's the point I was making. He does not know the fucking song. You never heard that song. No, I, I did not know. How could you even be on the field and not hear that song at one That's point? You know saying, what I mean? Like, somebody plays that. Like, they turned that shit on at Shaq's party during the Super Bowl out in LA. And Fred start put his arms up like a frat Come girl, on, <laughs> like a sorority girl. Fred was. Yes. <sighs> See, that brings a sorority I, girl out in everybody. And That's I was all, like, bro. bro, what's going on? He was like, bro, you don't know these words. And I was like, no, I know them now because now I had to learn them because that 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 that's my OG right there. But I didn't know it. But then to your point, I saw you sing them, and I was like, God damn, God like, damn. bro. The talent that you have. Thank you so like, much. It's mom. stupid, man. Is, is, I, is that a mistake? I, I probably, yeah. It definitely, <laughs> it definitely, it definitely could have been better in somebody else's hands. But you know, I'm, I'm definitely the hungriest out there. You know, I mean, I think, I think for me, I think in some, in some level, especially when you do a song of that caliber, you know, like we, we just did it on uh, America's Got Talent a couple of days ago, and Neil Sean came and played with me, and he's like. Now in the conversation of like, man, we should we should do a new Journey album with like you singing and like kind of revisit some old songs and some hits and put them out with you. And I'm like, boy, are you like 
really telling me like, hey man, would you like to be the singer of Journey right now? Cause like, dude, it's Journey. I grew up on that, right? And I mean, it's insane to me to, that song, bro. And just in general, like that band, they've, they've, they've I mean, Steve Perry is like so much of the reason why I got into this and I started singing, you know? And I mean, I think it, at some point though, we all still hear our own voices. I'm sure if you guys go back and listen to this, you kind of hear your own voice sometimes and you're like, Oh God, is that how I talk, man? I sound like I cannot ever come back and listen to like, I, I won't be able to listen to this after we had this conversation because I'll just hear like, ah, that's, how that's, how, that's how I feel like I talk, you know? And it, it just, just disgusts me, you know? And I've, I've done every bit of work I can to like scientifically and like dynamically, as far as you break it down, I am a good singer as far as on paper and science goes. But I still like hear my tone and I'm like, God, you, bro, it's, it's, you it's so neck, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. Uh, on the mission, get me up. Knowing uh, me, I got the key. Uh, on the vision, I can trust. Uh, trust. Uh, limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Uh, way I'm feeling, get me up. Uh, on the mission, get me up. Like I said, I'm, I'm extremely excited. And for those who don't know him, if you're not one of his like two million followers on Instagram, this is this is Teddy Swim. This is Freddie T, uh, the OG. This is Chan. I'm RC. Thank you so much for subscribing to the Pivot. Thank you so much for watching it. Whether it's YouTube, Spotify, Apple, continue to support. Uh, continue to like. We are so grateful for everything that you guys have been as we've been um, on this journey. Um, Jaden Dimsdale. Yeah, nice. Right? Uh, someone who isn't me sometimes, right? Teddy Swims. The Swims um, is an acronym. And when we started this show, man, like it was so much that went into it. And you know, we talk about our culture, right? And being and being black so many times. And like they 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 gravitate to you and they're like, this is ours and it has to be ours. And like, I just remember the first time I saw you, I was like, I want to tell that story because it's the classic, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, and to, to, to see you get to, to where you are, man, what was the catalyst though that made you feel like, you know what, I can do this. Like I, I, can, I can make a dent in this, in this media, in, in, in this genre, because I'm that talented. Uh, when I first got out of high school, I graduated in 2011, and um, my first band ever, we were like a metalcore band, and I was, uh, you know, uh, you can still actually find like the first uh, EP I ever put on YouTube under this band, Heroic Bear. Well, you would hear that, and like, you would be like, I don't know why you kept at this, bro, because I was not good, you know? When I first started singing, it wasn't like, whoa, where did that come from, man? Did you know you had that? I was like, people always ask you like, when did you discover you could sing like that? And it wasn't like I was sitting here like, ah, 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 and my friends was like, whoa, bro, <laughs> we've been in the wrong business. No, it was like, it was, a, it was a thing that, I think for me, I just loved it. And I loved what I was doing. I was a football player, you know, all the way through my whole life. I mean, I remember even my uh, 11th grade year, coming into my 11th grade year, I told my mom, like, I don't think I'm gonna play football, mom. I'm just, I'm five foot seven. And uh, I'm just not defensive line ain't gonna happen, mom. It's not gonna happen. I mean, I'm, I was good, you know, but the six foot five guy next to me is like, 
he's gonna eat me up every time. Eventually, he's, he's gonna be able to get bigger. I was capped out as like swole as I could probably get at that time. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think for me, it was, it was not only that, but I just, I, there was something about it, man. My buddy, Jesse, who still plays with me, man, all my buddies uh, I've played in bands with my whole life are still, you know, my, my core team and play with me now. And um, I think it was just something I, like, I fell in love with and I knew that there was, for the hunger, man, there's always gonna be some kid, there's always gonna be some 11 year old on TikTok that's better than you at everything, that's more talented than you. It goes down to the hunger of like what you want, you know, what, you, what, what, what can you have, what can you grab, like what, what is it that you're passionate about that you can? I, I knew I wanted to be the best. Like I want, at the end of this time, no matter how long it goes, whenever I die, whatever, I want it to be known that no matter if I ever feel that way or not, I will be the best that's ever done this. That is like my goal in my life, is like I want to be the very best. I can't be a fan of, of a voice. If I, if I hear a voice that's just incredible or they do something that I can't, whether it's screaming or opera or like, I don't know, like Indian throat singing or something, I'm like, I gotta figure that out. I gotta know, it's, I'm just so in love with this, this tool, this communication, you know, this, uh, this thing. I think being raised by uh, my granddad who was a Pentecostal pastor, it was always this, this uh, you know, this calling on your life, you're gonna be doing this or this or this, you know, and, and I, I just, the, this, the, the feel of communication with people and this, you know, there's, there's always this thing I've been told, it's like, uh, you know who the most important person in the world is, is you, because we have this right now, it's only this, only me and you, only, only us right here, this is, you are the most important person in the world, and, and to be able to like, make anybody feel that way at all any time in my life was, so I guess music for me or singing or like using my voice at all was just the, the catalyst to wanting to make that comfort for somebody, you know, to, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm super lucky that we get to live in a world where if I'd have done this 15 years ago, somebody might have told me to lose some weight or to like not tattoo my face or not to be, you know, an absolute fuck up, but like I get to, I get to do that now, you know, like with, with social media in this era, I get to just totally lead with my insecurities. I totally get to just like, you know, feel like this on camera and like just lead with my absolute insecurities and be like, hey, I'm fat and shitty and I'm drunk and, uh, you know, like, I don't know what to do with myself. And it's so fuck it, man. It's all good. I can just totally be the most, like. You are so yeah. human. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's so awesome. But I want to I wanna ask you, like, from that point, talking about football, you weren't that good. You're a 5'7 defensive tackle. No, it's not. No, I'm you not were. great. I'm not great. No, I wasn't eighth grade when I was 5'7. I was huge. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't Everybody that good. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody kept getting bigger, and I just got progressively worse. But, like, with, with the music, you know, platform that you're on now, and, bro, you fucking blow. Hell yeah. Like, like, Crazy. Instagram, whatever, Teddy Swims, like, you fucking blow. Can you work on it? Is it God-given? Like, did, was you, were you blessed with that voice or did you have to figure it out? No, I was, I was really bad at it. I was really bad at first, man. People were like, don't quit your day job. So when I first started singing, but it was also like, I wanted it and I knew I could learn it. And it's just like any instrument or anything in the world. I mean, maybe there was a hankering in my mind that I was born with, or maybe there was like some sort of gift from God that could like, you know, not this, take away God out of anything, because I am like absolutely blessed, you know what I mean? So I'm not saying that God didn't gift me, because I totally feel like, what a gift I do have, you know, that. But it definitely was a developed thing. I always tell people all the time when they ask me like, man, uh, 
I can't sing, I can't sing, I can't sing. And I'm like, well, dude, you're the one that can learn to sing. Because that was me. I was like, no, I can't sing. I'm not a singer. I can't be a singer. I was just a writer. I wanted to write stories or talk, communicate, public speak, whatever. Um, but I, when I found out that if, if you were a person that says, like, do you think you can sing? Can you sing? No. Okay, so I would say, then you know when you're hitting it and when you're not hitting it. Yeah. And all it takes is, like, hitting it and, like, doing the work to, like, make sure your voice can sustain that note. But you know when you're hitting it when you ain't hitting it. I know you know somebody that thinks they can sing mm -hmm. and, God, they can't sing. <laughs> Those people, maybe they're, like, might be a little less helpful. But I think, I think as far as singing goes, man, it's just about knowing how this muscle's used uh, and exerting it and using it and practicing it and... It's like anything in your Chan, life, you know? <laughs> when he said, you know you're not hitting it, what you thought? Like, what was the first thing came to your mind? Sex. Because <laughs> you, you know, you, you know, you know if you, if you, you know if you turning right and they, they ain't moaning right, then you yeah, got to turn yeah. left. <laughs> same exact thing, same exact thing, bro. <laughs> when he said it, when he said it, I looked right at you like, he's totally not thinking about singing. I'm, na I'm nasty, but there's, bro. No, that's exactly the same yeah. thing, though, man. It is, man, because you know when you're not hitting it. <laughs> and then you got to get you a good long-term girlfriend and to teach you where the spot is, you know what I mean? <laughs> here we are. I'm, if I'm out here looking for the clitoris at 29 years old, I got some shit I got to figure it's out. towards the belly. Yeah. Yeah, go. back there, like, come around, and then you rub the front. Come on. That's how you got to do Bro, I'm saying we teach him right I now. Mean, based, yeah, I mean, based off of my stature, you think... You think my dick looks anything like me? Absolutely, it does. It's a little thicker, a little shorter, you know what I mean? But I get the job done, baby. I get it done. I promise mine ain't swinging like y'all's are. But, I, but she's satisfied, you know what I'm saying? She happy with me. And I did the work, goddamn. I did the work. <laughs> Teddy say, my, fuck my, it. My baby will give you glorious reviews, you know what I'm saying? We'll phone her right now and say, yeah, baby, you swinging. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Because when I be sitting in the shower, I feel like the thing's inside of me, you know what I mean? But, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You got to shave it, make it look bigger. Yeah, exactly. You got to shave it. Hey, you don't want it. Chad, what you say, Chad? You don't want it coming out the hair like this. Man, you got to put that hair way back and poke that thing out, then. Teddy, let me ask you this, because uh, I, I see the tats. I'm tatted up. You tatted up. RC always hiding his tats. Chance tatted up. You know, you spoke about your grandfather uh, being a pastor. You know, at, at what age did the tattoos start? And was it any pushback from the authoritative figures in your home? Yeah, I mean, my mom was like, she was a hairstylist growing up, you know, so she was always, since the time I was a kid, I got pictures of me, like, 9-11 happened, she just dyed my whole hair, you know, red, white, and blue, like, and would always, with my little football teams when I was in Little League, would, you know, if I was on the Miami Hurricanes or something, it would be green side on side, my little number 74 shaved in my head, little stuff like that. She let me, she always let me pierce my face and, like, you know, put whatever I, do whatever I wanted to do. And, and as a kid, I always, like, even though it's not a job, I was always like, if somebody said, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was always like, I want to be a comedian and I want to be tattooed. Like, that was like, as if it was a job, just being tattooed. I'd, I mean, I get $10 every, every Sunday for uh, doing, my, doing my weekly chores and, 
you know, you had to give $1 at least. You had to tie the 10. You got to give you 10%. So I gave my dollar. My brother was always an overachiever. He gave like $5. I'm like, you stupid, bro. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep this nine. <laughs> you dumb, bro. You give it half of your money to God? No way, bro. You only require 10. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why I'm getting all the blessings. He should be, honestly. But, <laughs> but uh, man, I, I take it and I just turn it. We go to the Mexican restaurant down the road in Conyers and when we get out of church and I spend the rest of that $9 cashed out in quarters, just hitting the tattoo machine. You know, a little 50 cent all over my body, man. Little kid pictures of me. The little temporary tats. Yeah, <laughs> waxing up, all covered in tattoos. I always wanted to be tattooed, man. And you know, weirdly, my, uh, one of the last things uh, when I was talking to my granddad, he, he always was you know, on me about my purpose and what I was trying to do with life. And unfortunately, you get to see me at this level. And uh, he, he had told me like, Son, you know the calling you got on your life. Just make sure you please don't tattoo your face. And um, so the first ta face tattoo I got was actually right when he passed. Um, I got home at last because of something my grandmother said to me about him. Like, oh, he's home at last. So I thought it'd be kind of uh, funny to, you know, to get my first face tattoo, the promise I made to him to commemorate him just so I could, like, piss him off one last time. Like, you know, boy, when I see you, you know, he's going to give me an ass whooping when I get up there. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that being the best part of heaven so, is getting my ass whooped by my grandfather again. In heaven. <laughs> that is something. So along those lines, man, again, we're all tatted uh, and we all have our favorite tats. You know, we go and sit in that chair and we say, all right, this means something. Yeah. This is sentimental and I hold this near and dear to my heart. Your three favorite tats, guys. I'm looking at you and I see my favorite, just patience. Yeah, that, that's for me. That's everything in life, but those—that's your art. What's your three favorite? Um, probably, probably number one I got is a. Uh, have you guys ever seen Happy yeah. Gilmore? It's yeah. Chubbs Peterson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Carl Weathers, man. What a what a. I met him. You got Chubbs. Well, come on, bro. Yeah, Chubbs. You got to, bro. He's the he's the real deal. Him and uh, the best guy ever too, man. Uh, Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah. It just changed my life, man, as a kid. And, uh, man, probably... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. This one right here I got on my hand. A couple years ago, my uh, pianist, my best friend, uh, Christoph Solomon, passed away. And I got this juice box with his initials in it. And uh, it was just a couple days ago. It was two years, man. He's... Best guy in the world, man. Five kids he left behind. Best father, best, most incredible human being, man. It's just like a, just the ideal person, you know? So maybe that's three, probably. That's probably my three. You you seem like a real, real, uh, you down to earth as fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you, you cry, bro? All the time. <laughs> Daily. <laughs> Daily. Bro, uh, it's, it's crazy, ain't it, Fred? Like, bro, you're, you're like, it doesn't seem as if you're who you are. Like, you don't act like who you really are. Like, you haven't embraced what you've done in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you're, you're famous. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Y'all help me out, bro. 
Like, I think I think the the, the thing is the what, thing what is you've though, done. like like we've had opportunities to to sit with people we are fans of, people we respect their talents, um, and obviously we're both when it comes to you. And man, like. You ride up here, man. Like what? what? You drove like a Corolla or something? Yeah, like, I pulled up my Camry, man. I, well, <laughs> Camry. I, I was. I kept. I kept renting cars, and I'm not here often, so I was like, "Well, I'm sick of renting cars. I'm gonna just get something that's." I guess. I, yeah, I'm that way. I get something real, just dependable, and like I could <laughs> never. And I'm doing fine. I could get something nice, I guess, but I don't know. Man. Like I think. I think that. I think that's the. Like that's the thing we're saying, man. And like in getting an opportunity uh, to sit with you in have an opportunity to hear you talk because what happens is like he was an all-American linebacker at Florida. He was drafted. He was an all-American running back at Florida. He was drafted. I played 13 years and you have like a certain talent, but a lot of people who have certain talents marvel at the things they can't do, you know? And for you to be in this position now, I'm like, yeah, you know, the Camry's dependable. I think Fred was kind of talking about earlier some things you had went through. Yeah, the um, I was just reading up on you, man, and after you released Broke, you guys went out to L.A. to record for a month, and the label ended up getting a $30,000 Airbnb. And you were pissed. I cried. Like, what the fuck cried y'all about doing? It. Yeah, man. You cried about that? Dude, I, I, it just was like my, my little brother was going go into college next year, right? That's like his fucking tuition right there, bro. Like... And I mean, I still get chills talking about this because it, it was something I'm still learning too. You know, the more money you make, the more money you gotta spend to make more money. And so it was such a hard thing for me to grasp spending that money in order to make the more money. Cause I had never seen that dollar sign in my fucking 30, life. 30,000 for a fucking that. rental. I never seen that in my fucking life, man. I'm, like a, first thing I do, like fucking, I, I, when, I, when I got signed was like, I bought my dad a, you know, a good F-150 badass truck for him, man. And then was like, I'm never driving again. I'm renting something so I don't have to have, like, we've been on the side of the goddamn road our whole life, you know what I mean? I spent more time, like, on the side of the road than even in a car, probably, bro. So I fucking, wow. I, when it comes down to that car, man, that thing break down, I can hear it running wrong, and I know how to fix that fucking starter in that thing. You know, I know, <laughs> I know everything about that bastard. You know what I mean? I know those cars. And, and weirdly about that trip, too, we, we didn't even get to stay for, a whole month. We stayed for about a week, and that's when the beginning of the shutdown. Like, it, everything got shut okay. down. And so I was navigating this, like, over the last two years. We're just now starting to get to tour and starting to get to, like, see people and, you know, feel the whole thing. Like, I'm doing these meet and greets at my shows where there's always 100 people that are waiting in line to chat with me. And they, I mean, they just wait forever and sit in line with you and, like, some of these people have been waiting two years to meet you, you know, and they have these wow. amazing stories. and. You gotta, you gotta meet them right where they are on, on there, like wherever they are. Maybe somebody's like, man, my dad bought me these tickets last year and it got pushed back and he's no longer with us, but he showed me you every time I hear him, I think about my father and you're just like crying with this person, but the next person's coming up just celebrating life, you know, like me and my husband just got married to your song Amazing and danced our first dance and you're, you're meeting all these people and their emotions and it's, it's just like, I guess I haven't really had that time or that opportunity with, with, the, with the want to keep going. I haven't really had that opportunity to sit and like ever realize that I am, I guess, making a difference to somebody in some way or, I, or, or allow myself to feel like I can. Because there's, there's just always this piece of me that 
when I started, when this started happening and it started taking off for me, there's always like this thing your mind plays on you. Like, are, are people like really liking my voice? Are people liking my voice because I don't look like I sound? Am I just working this gimmick here? Am I having a gimmick here? Or, or I told myself like when, when I achieve this as a job, this, this thing as a job, then it would solve all my issues and my problems would just kind of like disappear. All the things that I had that were insecure about myself or upset with myself, I, I, I thought they would go away because there was enough people that said like, no, you totally are welcome and validated to feel that way and you aren't fat and ugly and you're like actually a really <laughs> nice guy. And, like, and I thought like as soon as I got a million people that said that, I'd be like, yeah, I'm pretty good, I'm all right. And it was so far from the fucking truth because I had, was still like absolutely, I hated myself, you know? I hated, I, I either felt like I was lying to everybody and pulling the wool over their eyes or everybody collectively got together and was like, let's just tell that guy he's doing all right because he deserves it. He's a good guy, but he really sucks. So, so he just, let's just give him this one W because he always loses, so that you know? A, that, that's, a that's a struggle. No, but the, why, why insecurity? A million people, two million people, three million people. Why insecurity? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I think, I think, I think it is the beauty of it though, you know, is that, that, that their opinions of me being great doesn't change. It's truly like something that is in my control to feel the way I want to about myself. Like that this, my fucking second dad and mentor DDP always says, man, it, this six inch piece of real estate is like what you're in control of right here. And it's your, I, you know, and I started having to do this thing where I now like wake up and I look at myself in the mirror, regardless of how I see, look right in the eyes, you know, and say, thank you, you're doing a great job. You know, and as silly as that sounds, and cliche as it sounds, it's really changed my life a lot because so much we get in the mirror and we dress as like cool as we can. We, we never like spend time actually connecting and looking at each other and like yourself in the eyes, you know? And I think with insecurities, it's stuff that's just not going to, not going to go away. And I don't want it to either because it's, bearing it or like feeling too sure of myself or feeling like I like got this and I'm the fucking best guy in the room. Like surely I'm in the wrong room, you know, if I'm the best Man, guy. Man, you got 70, 50 million fucking views on different videos. I, I don't like, it's crazy because I mean, what's the hardest part about it? Like what, why, you don't believe it? Is it because you came from, you mentioned about you know, being in those cars on the road, on the side of the road, you know, being broke, you know, being at rock bottom, why, why can't you believe that you're that guy? 70 fucking million videos on YouTube, that validates. I mean, I know, I do, I do believe I'm that guy. I just, like, for me, the thing is, I always felt like I was that guy. Like, you watch the damn anything, The Matrix, Dragon Ball Z or something, I felt like, yeah, I'm fucking Goku, bro. I am. <laughs> Dragon, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I am Goku, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's me, bro. That's fucking me right there. I see that. I see that guy. That's me for sure, but I just... I don't think I'm supposed to be so sure that I'm like, I have the answers though, or that like I am comfortable with being that guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, if I, I feel like I, I'd be lying if I was ever like so, I think I'm like confident in my like missteps and confident in my insecurities. Like I'm not, I'm not sitting up here trying to hide the fact that I am insecure about whatever it may be. I just am getting to be insecure about it. And I have the freedom and the ability to be absolutely a fucking mental head case. And it's okay, you know? And I, I think that the thing that people have fucked up that are the guy is maybe they try to not 
seem like they can't be honest with, with everything that is plaguing them or insecure. I mean, not, not to speculate on them, but for me, I just, I love to be, I, I love exactly who I am and like the insecures and the, and, the, and the, I, I love, I love being validated. I love, I love getting, I love getting told. I love reaffirmation. I love to reaffirm people. I love to tell people like, it's okay that you got your shit together. It ain't going to stop. That's not stopping you from your purpose is not having your shit together. If you, if you separate like, well, I gotta get this and this and this and this and this all shit in order before I can do this, then you just make excuses for the rest of your life and you keep yourself in a place where you wait till you get all this shit together. Like, oh man, well, as soon as I get in shape, then bro, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking be out here singing on every street corner, like fucking busking. I'm gonna go sign up for The Voice and like try out. And I just gotta be, I gotta be comfortable with my figure and my shape first. Like, nah, fuck that, bro. I'm, I'm just, not comfortable when it's totally okay. I love it. See, bro, Teddy Swims got me thinking I might be able to sing. He gave up being a D tackle to be a singer. Now he's one of the most viewed dudes on YouTube. Could you imagine if RC got up there? Embarrass your damn self. Well, and he wasn't gonna make it in football. Y'all are exactly where y'all supposed to be. Well, guess what? I ain't gotta embarrass myself because as long as we got DraftKings as a partner, I can keep giving them this good TV content. No, yes, the bets changed a little bit though, Chan, because you've been telling everybody five dollars for a free two hundred. Two hundred. But now right. you gotta you gotta, you gotta win now. No, you gotta win, but it's gotta be five dollars on any football wager, and you win, and you get a free two hundred. But okay. we got some boys that's really balling right now. Who you liking? Bro, I'm riding with my home team. Miami's defense gonna be top five. They offense gonna come around. I'm telling you, watch them boys in Miami. Freddie T, are you gonna be a homer too? I gotta be, man. You know, I, I'm Duval County. Jacksonville will have the upset game of the week. Los and Angeles? LA. Freddie. Newly revamped LA. Freddie. Take it, take it, take it. I'm not telling you to take it, but you gonna I'm take it. it. <laughs> hey guys, get your devices out right now. Download on your phone or any device you have. DraftKings Sportsbook app. They're an official betting partner of the NFL. These two dudes could be Homer, but y'all y'all know where it's at. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Hey man, I got insufficient funds on my Wells Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you mentioned these insecurities. And uh, there was a morning we were about to go on uh, the Breakfast Club. Channing and I were having a conversation. I am a big Chris Brown fan. Me too. I best think, ever. I think Chris Say that Brown. again? Best wait, 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 wait. Uh, I, I, I best entertainer ever. Oh, ho, ho. So time out, time, time out. Ever, oh. ever, oh. ever. Ever? Hey, so this well, is this. Let, let me chime crocs. in. I'm gonna stomp your Crocs. Ever? <laughs> of course, there's like there's fucking Michael Jackson. There's James Brown. Of no, course, yeah, stop there. there. Here was my statement. Hold on, wait, no. I got Teddy on. This is this is me. You remember I sent you the screenshot when he DM'd me back. So Teddy, here's what I said. I didn't say that Chris Brown was a more iconic figure than Michael Jackson. What I said was, I think talent for talent, he is more talented. And this guy 
felt some type of way. Teddy, Teddy, what'd you say, Teddy? Say it to you, bro. Teddy, don't, 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 don't make me come over there. I would not fold on Mike. I would not fold on Mike, bro. Mike is the most iconic, most incredible. Like, bro, I, look, dude, I Mike, said that. I said Mike that. Is Mike, he bro. started this thing, Mike, Teddy. Yeah, yeah. Teddy, he Mike, started this shit. Yeah, Mike walked for Chris to run. Mike walked for, you know, but. For everybody to run. Yeah, dude, Mike, Mike started this shit. Yeah, Mike is the one. Don't get me wrong, but. Also, like, as a, I think as an entertainer, as like a, like you say, pound for pound, talent for talent, for like what being able to do, like what Chris does is fuck. He's, dude, he's, I, I don't know, man. They, they, what is in the man, in the floor? Bro. Yeah, so, let me know. so, so, the, 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 the point is this, though. The point is this. And here's what I said. I said, there isn't a thing Mike can do. It's over for, it's Chris over for you, Teddy. What? There's, there's, there's nothing Michael Jackson can do that Chris Brown can't do. I gotta echo that. Boom! Y'all are crazy! It was a different time. But I was trying to get no, to this. I, no, I totally agree, bro. Do Mike, you see like, what I'm saying, bro? He's the game and everything, bro. He is, he's the fucking, bro, he is bro, the one, for sure. Michael, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson is Tom Brady. Chris Brown's Aaron Rodgers. I know I respect Chris, but y'all disrespect Mike. No, we and I know. No, no. Never. Hold on. Y'all no. are disrespecting Mike, talking Michael, about Chris. Michael was single-handedly, honestly, Michael was single-handedly reasoning like my start of Teddy. So it was June 25th of 2019. I was, I was, that that is where I was. That is Mike where I was getting started, to. Yeah, Mike started everything for me, even. And Chris, for everybody. Mike started everything for me is the greatest, man. As far as like It was rock with uh, you, right? That yeah, you, yeah. And I I, I definitely like it's Michael's whole discography, yes, know it, all of it, bro. I love Michael, bro. I love Michael. Can, can we get a snippet of that? The rock with me? What? Mm. What? Shot you here, yes. Teddy? This, this is like on the spot now. This, this is what you do. Like you be singing in like lobbies and. Hey, you know you gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. Hotel suites. I love it. I am fired up. I'm so excited. Close your eyes, let the rhythm get into you. Don't try to fight it. There ain't nothing that you can do. Relax your mind. Lay back and groove with mine. It's time to feel that, that beat. beat. And we go by the boogie. Share that beat of love. I'm gonna rock with you all night. Let's you in today. Come on, what a fucking hater. Oh, what a hater, bro. Hey, what a hater, bro. Hey, that is why I did the show. That was the thing we wanted to do from the jump. I want, I want shit, I want shit on Mike one bit, man. Happy day, man. Happy day, baby. Come on, happy, happy day. So, so Teddy, man, when you, when you, but like when you take on something like that, and I think like the point for me was to speak about how how iconic Michael Jackson was. And in, in, in 2019, you, 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 you cover his song, and it's the song that makes people notice you. I think the, you talk about your insecurities, right? Like, I can only imagine the level of insecurity that comes with covering something from Michael Jackson. Well, yeah, I think, I think a lot of that insecurity comes from that place, because as I was, like, starting to even release my own original tunes, and I did this whole year, six months or whatever of covers that are some of the greatest songs of all time, like that included, or uh, I Can't Make You Love Me, for God's sakes, you know? Like some of these greatest songs of all time, and it was this, this, this fear of like, how do I write a song that is ever going to compete? Like, how do I follow up with my own shit that's gonna compete or be even on the level with that? 
which I also had to forgive myself because it doesn't have to be on the level of that. The reason I was able to grow up with that song and like be influenced by that song is more than enough. My songs never have to reach. I hope it never, like, I mean, I want to be the biggest of all I can possibly be, but I'm definitely not trying to write a song better than I Can't Make You Love Me or like Rock With You. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to like top that or like hold myself to this standard of like, I got to do but this. But you do want you do want to top it. Yeah, why not? I wanna, well, I want to top, I want to top, I want to be the, I want to top what's happening here now today. You know, I want to, I want to be the best right now today, but. I'm definitely not like out here like, man, well, this is still not as good as rock with you. So we got to go back to the drawing boards, boy. You know, like it's, it's I think I think it definitely made me and uh, put me in this headspace, though, after that, when I was starting to like write my own original stuff for Teddy Swims that like, how do I how do I write something that good or how do I keep up with icon or is there going to be people that are like, Come on, shut up, fat boy. Just sing Shania Twain. You know, like you're better <laughs> right. off just singing that. And then, like, we don't want to hear what you got to feel, whatever you feeling like. I want to say. And I feel like, and I mean, of course they do want to know. Like, they give a shit. They anybody could sing that song. You know, and like, and if 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 they didn't want me to sing that song, they listen to Michael's version. If they listen to mine, then maybe there's something I do have and I'm bringing to it. Maybe there's something sweet about it. But there's also that insecurity of. Well, maybe I just look like I don't sound like that, or you know, when it first started catching some drift, I definitely know like once it hit this, let's say when it hit its first 500,000 views, I know when it started getting suggested people on Instagram or Facebook or what have you, there was definitely people before they click on it was like, okay, well this is, has like a certain amount of views to it now. It's either got to be funny or like really good. Right. For for me to like, it's the only way this is working is like this bearded, face-tatted camo wearing guy singing this song. It's it's either gotta be funny and it's like a parody or it's like really good. And it ended up, I guess, being both and it was like worked really well. And uh, and we just kept on going and kept on going with these covers. But I, I always keep myself in this place of, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I'm, I, I, I try to free myself of the, the uh, the comparison, you know, what they say, you can't, you can't compare where you don't compete. Nobody's better of a singer or nobody's like a better, it's not like a sport where music or art is just not a sport. You right, know, you, don't, like, you don't get that actual competition yes, on the field. Yeah, well, right. at the end of the day, we on the field, like play for play, but you wanna see who's the best. Right. No matter what, you know, you're gonna see who's the best. There's a certain set of rules, the way they set, so you can see who's the best. Music is not like that, you know, art is not like that. There's not this certain set of rules or like this certain thing that, and I'm sure even then, like you have MJ or you have like Stevie Wonder, like the greatest of all time. You have Stevie Wonder, it might be, I'm sure there was a person he was looking back at that he was like, maybe smoky, like looking back and being like, man, I'm not, I'm no, uh, I, I don't I don't want to be like I I I will always but I'm no MJ or anything you know I'm no I'm no Chris Brown I'm no uh, Chris Brown probably you know like look grew up listening to MJ like I'm no MJ I don't want to be better than MJ he don't he don't want to hear us talking about it. he don't he would if he was in this room I imagine Chris Brown would be like no whoa hold on don't he actually already talk, said it don't say nothing about MJ around yeah, yeah. me nah don't hold me to that regard fuck that you know and I, yeah. but he is you know fucking change this generation and the next going to. Teddy, yeah. I mentioned like how we've focused on this show and the representation matters. And I say that in so many different ways. Like we are three black former football players who are sitting here with Teddy Swims, but we have a producer in Alicia Zubakowski who is a white woman and who we've had different conversations about expanding this show and making this a place um, for everybody. 
in our culture, right? Like, think about this. Like, Eminem can flat out rap. Yeah, sure. Flat out rap, right? But it was the draw to him because he was a minority in a space, right? And he was he was exceptional still, but it was like, oh my goodness, like this this white boy can really rap, right? Or 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 when you're in the hood and it's like the one white dude or white chick that can really dance, right? And she may not dance better than any of like the black people around, but it's like, oh my gosh, though, like she can really go. Is there ever any pressure on you? Because, I mean, you've covered, covered Mario, You Should Let Me Love You. Like, you've done all these different things, but you are a white dude with gauges and face tattoos and now bald, but you used to have, I don't know what it was. It was like a mullet mohawk. Something or, going on, yeah. Something it was <laughs> when you are covering these songs or getting into different genres, the R&Bs and those things, is there ever any intimidation for you based on how you look? Um, I will say that for me, um, it, is, it is definitely, without a doubt, will be a problem. As far as like a being fearful of it, I, I don't think I can be, but you have to, you have to do it with absolute respect mm. for your culture. It is not mine and it doesn't belong to me. Now I was raised on, I was raised on the best music has to offer, which were black men, man, which were black women, which was like, you know, like that was where music, even rock and roll, man, you, you can give Van Halen all their props, but that's still, all of it, trace every bit of music back, man, black folks, this is, this is black culture, right? And what I do is soul music, R&B music, that is black culture, without a shadow of a doubt. So I'm not ever here to, uh, you know, like, take ownership of this or, like, try to... And I think I, think I try to, uh, in every way that I can, make sure that I, if, if I am covering one of these songs, it's not, it's not me telling that story because it's not for me to tell that story. One of the first things I released... Uh, on my first EP was this song called Till I Change Your Mind. And, um, you know, it was, about, it was about my ability to recognize that some people in my family, some older folks in my family, feeling like racism is not around anymore because it's not directly affecting them in their life. And so, like, maybe someone who is my aunt or uncle might feel like, oh, it's not even nobody's racist anymore. And it's like, well, just because it's not affecting you and your little place and pocket in the world doesn't mean it's not, like, or just because it's not right in front of your face or you don't see the little in-between, the, the, the behind the scenes, you don't see the little, you don't even see the tiny little things that you have because you're raised, you're doing small prejudice things that are like, yes. like, like, for, for somebody to be like, you know, I'm not racist at all, but like, see, I, I just can't date black chicks, man. It's just not my thing. You know, it's like, bro, there's still some deep down, like, rooted shit for you yeah. to be able to say, like, come on, really? Like, you, yeah. you have this thing where you can't be attracted. Like, there's something deep rooted for that to happen, you know? And so I think, I think for me, my, when, when we wrote that song, it was, it was my guys to tell, like, people like that, that, like, yo, this, just because it's not affecting you doesn't mean it's not happening. And open your eyes to see or try to, learn and understand what's going on from someone else's, put yourself in them shoes. But like not to put yourself in those shoes because I can't, I cannot, I will not try to tell your story or try to tell, I was not gonna go make a video with, with as much as I wanna, as much as I'm out on the street with the signs, I was not gonna make that my video where I was like, out on the street with the signs with my black brothers, like being like, hey, I support the blacks. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> so right. fucked up, you know? Right. Right? That, right. Because it would come off as like, I'm trying to tell this story. Like I'm, wow. all, all I can do is like, all I can do is like elevate 
a particular voice and elevate a voice and, and pay homage and respect to a, a black voice. It's not my job to... I love that. ...to tell that story. Awesome. I can't. It's not my story to tell. And it's damn show, especially when my ancestors was the reason y'all had to tell a story in the first place. Yeah. I can't, it's not my place to tell that story. Just to elevate or to, you know, pay homage or respect. And I, I try to lead so much with, with that because that is... That is it. I gotta ask you, Teddy, because I, I'm, I'm a Neapolitan ice cream guy. There's strawberry, there's vanilla, there's chocolate. Do you dip into the chocolate side of it? <laughs> because you see, you seem, you seem like you might dip into that chocolate ice cream. You know, you, 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 got the swag. You know, yeah, I know, I, mean, I you know, know you, you, you're I'm, more vanilla looking, yeah, yeah. but that chocolate side is something. Oh, yeah. Do you dip into that chocolate? Yeah, it's my favorite side of it, for sure. It definitely is my favorite side. I can say, I mean, yeah, I mean, what do I, I love that. Well, it's, I mean, I've always, always, especially too with men, man, I, I, I'm, I'm such a, I'm such a respect and like, and all, I, just, I mean, I got a beautiful mother, and I think, I think women are just the most incredible creatures but on black, the earth. But then black women something. And even so, especially because, man, women are held to these beauty standards, but black women, man, like, they are held to these fucking standards of like, how to be a beautiful woman when they are just absolutely like, you got this shit, baby. Like, yo, I, like you don't, you ain't gotta, you know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta do all that, baby. Like yeah. you, and I, 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 I appreciate, I appreciate, you know, going, going. I appreciate going ahead and like, you know, doing the nails, and doing the hair, and I appreciate all that. Like, I appreciate, I love you for that, baby. But like, the, the what, what, what women, black women especially, what, what they go through to like, just be, be be accepted yeah, or validated. beautiful or like yeah. even and if they are accepted and beautiful then they're fucking getting like abused in a workplace because they're accepted and beautiful and they like oh well like yeah, I don't know man I think I think I always have like a tender spot in my life for like what especially what a black woman goes through to be just fucking beautiful you know what I mean that that will always be my weak spot so like, how, how much credit do you give back to your dad I read something where he introduced you to the soul music, the Marvin Gaye, man, you know, the Al Greens, the Stevie Wonders, yes, who, you, who you mentioned. How did he get into it? What, what was Pop doing back in the day? Pop, Pop, Pop was in the juke joint. Pop was running. Pop was in the juke joint. So out there hanging out with Chance. <laughs> <laughs> but he was he, he was raised in a, play, uh, a place called Everman, Texas, and it was like a, you know, he's it just like just like me it was. I guess it was you know predominantly more black than it was white, you know. And uh, I think he just I don't know, man. I guess he just he also grew up in the damn '80s, man, where that music was just fucking that. That was come on, bro. That was like the beginning of of. R&B and hip hop and like, yeah. you know, real like, real like, I mean, that's, I, I think he was just raised, I think he just had a good ear. I don't know, man, I don't know what it, I know, I don't know how to comment on his like upbringing or how he got to that point, but fuck, man, it was always, when I was home with my mom for the weeks, it was, it was always, you know, like gospel music, like not even like, not even like gospel music, like it was like, you know, go rest high upon that mountain. You know, it was like it was like southern gospel music. It wasn't like soul gospel music. You know what I mean? So I go to my dad's on the weekends, and that's like, bro, we can fucking listen to goddamn Two Live Crew, and we can goddamn we can <laughs> hey, we can say we can say shit and pussy, and like you know, get away with shit. As long as we didn't go home, and I could have three ice creams and fucking listen to goddamn sex music. I can listen to Marvin Gaye, you know, and like I could I could do all this shit and and enjoy it, you know. And I think I think my dad was just always like. Morons, so like, and I think when I have kids, I'll be the same way. Just expose them to. You can't protect these kids from this shit. You know what I mean? Expose these kids to like these these things, and like, don't don't. You can't you can't tell them they can't listen to this because it's about sex or fucking or like, 
They they know what the fuck going on, man. They know what's going on. Teddy, Let you, you mentioned you know your love for 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 black women and your understanding for things they go through, but you've been with your woman for a while. Uh, Cassidy, we've been together about a year yes. now. Yeah. So when you are now becoming this star, you know, what I mean, what like strains does that put on your relationship? Um. Yeah, a lot, man. I mean, it definitely, it definitely is tough. But her, having her understand, you know, and understand what, just that I have to do this, you know, and this is what I do. I think, I think for me, what, what, what is, has killed a lot of relationships, even with, with Nelly, for instance, what, what killed a lot of relationships is knowing that there's this, like, there's this thing and this, this love for my career and my craft and it's like genuine love and, and I can, as long as I keep that up front and first and foremost and I don't lead with like anybody or anything else is more important than my love for this. I think that I have this ability to love something so completely and fully that I know how to take from this and, and love my wife, like my, my woman, you know, love the person that I care about. And, and I, think, I think for some people like, uh, if they don't have that, how can they? How can they? How can they really love something? You know, how can they? And it might be stupid. Some people don't have passions, or but it sounds crazy to me that they they would. And, you know, there's always like I work too hard. I work, but it, at the forefront of everything is what I want out of this and what I want out of my life. And I need somebody that's gonna be my partner in it. And I, I need somebody that's gonna be my Michelle Obama in this shit. You know what I mean? I don't need. I don't need somebody. I need somebody that's gonna want this with me. That's gonna love this. With chase after this with me. That I want to have like what they say about like if we're both heading to this point. I mean, it, we're we're closer together in this triangle than like us going and chasing like separate or just, or I'm going this way and she's always hightailing it after me trying to get my attention or put, put me at the forefront of everything. And that's so much, so many of my relationships that weren't, weren't successful is because I was so passionate about this and they were passionate about me or nothing. And it was, I think, I think I just, I've that's, known. That's a fight. Yeah, I'm known now in my but life. But can't you separate it? Could you put that to the side business-wise? Like, could, could you, compartmentalize like your career with your woman to put that to the side. Seriously, like like you're saying, like everybody doesn't have to head this way. A career's here, family's here, emotions here, sex life's here, but now career's here. Yeah, I mean there's definitely a balance that I feel like I'm struggling every day to find, you know, in it. There's definitely that balance, man. And and I, I dude, speaking of, I, I actually went through this thing about a couple years ago where where I got like super into where my life was like truly, I guess, just falling apart, and I was trying to find some sort of balance in something, and um, especially at the beginning of this whole uh, ordeal. Um, so I started getting into this thing online where like I found that like there's like actually a calculated like mathematical like balance point for every single thing, and some people you can find on like YouTube and stuff, and they'll take they'll go to these mountains and they'll take these giant boulders and they'll like put them on their side and just like balance them and it'll be like so pleasing to look at because you're like oh wow there's a balance point for everything in life you know like I can if I pick up this chair or this thing and I I could feel where like I can let it go and take my hands off of it but then it'll it'll fall right and if I could just find it that balance point if I can just find it then I can take my hands off of it and I I thought that that was like what I needed to do with everything in my life but what I fucked up was that um 
there's other forces that come in and act like a fucking gust of wind that will knock that can right back over. And I didn't, I was like, if I could just get this can of balance and I could just walk away from it and it'd be totally fine. When I get back, it'll be the same. And I kept coming back to shit and it'd be just not how I left it at all because I don't know, maybe somebody came in and kicked my sandcastle over or somebody fucking, a, a fucking piece of wind came and knocked my rock, you know? And it was, that, that was like that. So I think, I think that is the biggest thing for me is realizing that how you can like, Balance takes a steady hand all the time, like maybe not holding it, but like waiting to catch it, you know, and pushing it right back and knowing that point and figuring out that point based off of every uh, acting force around it present at the time, how to, you know, and so balance is this constant thing that you're like, as soon as you feel like you've gotten it, it's fucked the next day, you know? It's, 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 so I don't know if I'll ever truly find the, the perfect balance of what this is. And, and it's going to continue to grow and change. And there's going to continue to be things that I, the f problems that I'm facing now, like I said, as, I, as I'm doing fine in my life, like financially, and I'm fortunate enough to be in a place where I, I'm able to put my best friends from high school on like salary and, and, and be in a, in a unit together and, and, and have a business. But I never envisioned like I was going to be running a fucking business here. I never realized I was going to be like an entrepreneur. Or a, I just wanted to sing songs. I just wanted to be heard and I wanted somebody to be like, Hey, it's okay. You feel that way. We feel that way too, and that was it. You know, I didn't know that I was gonna be a um, a businessman or have to like. And and now I think about it. I mean, of course, like I want that. I want. I want. If I think about it, man, there might be somebody that could take care of my friends better better than I can. But goddamn, like they will not love them. They will not. They might can pay them better, but they will yeah. not be taken care of like way I could take care of them. You know, they will not be take like they could be paid better for sure, probably somewhere else doing something else. Maybe you can play guitar for somebody else. I don't know, but nobody will love them. Nobody will respect them. Nobody will take care of them like that. And and so there's there's things that I'm I'm super excited that I get to do in my life. But there are things about it that were unforeseen things that I can genuinely say. Even when I was down bad and I couldn't keep my lights on, I was. This job is fucking harder than anything. This is the hardest point in my life right here, you know. And it's going to continue to get harder. And that balance is the fucking stress of it. That is the hard part of it. And I'm so, I mean, if you got any fucking pointers, you've been in this long. Hey, we don't, I tell you, hey, we have, hey, bro, we have no pointers because none of us can sing. Uh, like, just in reading about you uh, donating money to the NAACP uh, legal fund. Also, there is stories about you making sure you take care of your friends and you pay uh, the people that are with you. Um, you have a song out now uh, with uh, Megan Trainer. Yeah. Right? I'm just going to be honest. I love Megan Trainer. When you come in, the song changes. That's just... Like, there, like, they, like they, they are, there are certain people that, like, feature on the song and it becomes their song. And so, like, just in hearing it, I was like, man, like, this dude who was doing covers and did all these things is now, you know, getting his imprint on the true market. You know, I know you have a tour uh, that you're going to be on. So what's next for Teddy Swims? Um, I'm going to be I'm, I'm gonna be putting out an EP, I think, in a couple months or something. And then we're finally going to, beginning of next year, going to go into, like, full album mode. Like, actually, you know, like a real whole thought out. So, so far, you've done, uh, what, Unlearning and, I think, Tough Love? Yeah, that's it. Okay. And we got another one coming out and. I think that'll be, I didn't want to shoot my shot too early to put out like a big old body of work that nobody's like really gonna, cause we're in a place where people don't want to hear like a whole fully, you know, it, I, I need to build that demand for somebody to feel like I have something to say, you know, to listen to, to 
be saying something and, and actually say something. You know, there's so many people with a, with a platform to say shit these days that aren't saying a goddamn thing, you know? And that, that is really <laughs> what's wrong with... I, I love that there's enough room for all of us to get whatever we want out of life. I'm just the biggest fan of always the biggest supporter of, like, go follow your fucking dreams, make promises, like, go fucking do it. You know, do it, man. Because it was, it was because I told my friends, like, yo, give me six months of this. I promise this is going to fucking work out. We just need six months all moving together, do these covers. This is going to work. I had no idea how to keep that fucking promise, but it fucking happened in a day less than six months. I signed a warner, you know? It, it, right. You just manifest. You, I promise. And it, I, I see that every day in my life. I just promise some shit's going to happen. I don't know how to keep it, and then it just goes. I don't know what the fuck happens. I don't know what's going called on. called game. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's called game. It just happens. It just fucking goes. <laughs> are, you, are you in a place now, Teddy, man, where you're like, okay, this is what I always wanted? Okay, I, it is what I always wanted, but... When I think about it and the way that it's happening, I didn't know what the fuck I wanted at all. I was so <laughs> so stupid to think that this is like, you know, I want this, yes, this, but this is not what I thought, this is not what I thought it was, you know what I mean? I just thought it was fucking, I thought it was fucking this, and then Michael Jackson, and I was like, yeah, I want that, and I'll do whatever it takes to get that. But I did not foresee any of this fucking shit. Like, so I guess, I. I this is what I wanted, but this is, uh, I didn't know what I fucking wanted at all. I didn't know what I was, I didn't know what I was signing up for. That's what a lot of people miss that. <laughs> it's the process, then it's progress, then eventually it's success. You know what, people miss those different steps. And uh, it's just not easy. But trending, you know, in the trajectory that you're trending at, you know, we're, we're, we're fortunate. We're lucky to be able to have you on the pivot. Hell yeah, man. Man, you guys are heroes. You're gonna man. blow the fuck up, like, way past where you are. I'm looking at your tour dates, and you're every fucking where. Yeah. Like, we pivot and we run, and Alicia drives us in the fucking wall. <laughs> like, we be everywhere. But in comparison to what you got on your plate, bro, we appreciate it. I just want you to know, man, like, this is something that I've been pushing for, man, uh, yes. since since hearing you sing for the first time for me, and I've gone down deep YouTube Teddy Swims. It's <laughs> um, so crazy thing. to hear that, and man. Like, yeah. And like the thing, the thing I will say is obviously like seeing you, being around you, the humility, um, just the normalcy of, of, of who you are is refreshing. The way you treat people, man, the way you move, like that's, that's what life is about. It's about the relationships you build. But the level of talent that you have, man, like it is different. It is elite. And you are touching people, you're moving Special. people, and people are paying attention. And so for us to get an opportunity to sit down with you in this way, like I, I feel like five years from now, we'll look back at it and be like, man, before Teddy Swims was the Teddy Swims everybody else knew <laughs> on Grammys and all that. He sat down with the pivot, man. So thank you so I'll much. I'll be right back. Wait, 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 wait. I'm trying to get some journey out of him. Okay. So, so Chan, you said you said you learned the words to Journey, right? What's that? That that's the song, Freddie. That's the song that you got Just on the small time girl. Oh yeah. Living in a lonely world. Let's go, baby. What we got, bro? She Is took the midnight train going. City boy, born and raised in San Detroit. 
Hey, no, he got it. He got it. He's in. Honestly, man, I, like, this was something, like, I did as a fan. Like, you couldn't have been better. Like, honestly, your, oh, your, too, your, your, your man. honesty, man, your, your vulnerability, man, uh, your ability to connect, like, it's going to be so huge for us, man. And thank you for giving us, you know, thank a little bit of Thank you for having time, me, man. man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, One buddy. love, boy. Oh, yes, sir. Know it. Hey. Respect. No, he was dope as hell, dog. Yeah. Sure. He's a boy, man. It's love, bro. Appreciate it. Hold up. Limitless. Biggest to me, guy pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Biggest to me, guy pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up.